from Beyond the Beltway, this is Bruce Dumont with our weekly analysis of national politics, featuring occasional injections of rumor and innuendo, all offered up by our panel of political insiders, pundits, power brokers, public servants, and most importantly, plain-speaking Americans from coast to coast. Tonight, featuring commentary by Democrat Phil Beverly, conservative commentator Chris Roebling, Terry Campo of the Donald Trump campaign legal team, conservative media critic Karen Singerman, and political analyst and strategist Patrick Reddy from the state of California. Thanks very much for joining us tonight. Our lines are open at 1-800-723-8289. We are live to you this evening from our beautiful studios, WCGO in Evanston, Illinois, not too far from uh, Northwestern University, but great to have you with us. And I will begin uh, by admitting at the beginning of the program that at the end of last week's program, I made a prediction. And I spent most of the week wiping egg off my face because I was I was wrong. Not at I, all. I, I, I predicted that Donald Trump would be reelected with 277 electoral votes. You may be right. To 261 for Joe Biden. It doesn't look good right now. I wouldn't put I wouldn't I wouldn't put I wouldn't put the money for the ranch on it. Uh, but that's what I predicted and I was wrong and I uh, it was amazing to me how many people got mad at my prediction. Really? They didn't even like my prediction. It was a it was a prediction. I thought it was a lovely prediction. Well, thank you. Well, yeah. A lot of people did, but obviously it was wrong. But again, I, Minnesota was not my – it was my first mistake of the night calling it for Donald Trump, but it was not the last. However, as everybody knows at the moment, uh, there's a lot of people in this country that do not believe this election is over. Donald Trump and his legal team, they are going into court. Uh, they believe uh, they are discovering evidence that, that will make a case for them at, at several legal jurisdictions. And in addition to having Phil Beverly and Chris Roebling with me in studio here in Evanston, we're very pleased to welcome Terry Campo. Uh, He is a member of the Donald Trump uh, legal team uh, in election matters. He's one of the uh, leading election lawyers in the United States. Uh, He joined us in Arizona. And uh, Terry, nice to have you with us on Beyond the Beltway. Nice to be here, Bruce. Thank you for having me. Of course, you can tell from the cow skull light fixture that I really am in the West. Okay. (laughs) Um, What is the latest? Because earlier today, or I guess late yesterday, the the Trump team filed suit in Arizona. What was that about? Well, first of all, I should tell you that the Maricopa (laughs) County office... If, is is actually releasing some new new tabulations right now, which I don't have ac- uh, don't have access to. But mm. our, the, what we filed suit over was a combination of what's been called Sharpie Gate, but also more importantly, the green button issue. And this is a this is a silly kind of mistake, <coughs> not necessarily fraud, but it's cost us about thirty thousand votes. Uh, they, they, people in the early voting, they switched from the early voting, the scanners were getting too much ink from people's pens on the screen, on the glass screen of the tabulations machines. And so someone had the idea in the Maricopa County Elections Office to use Sharpie pens <coughs> because the ink dries faster. Now, I'll be honest with you, I did not know that the ink dries faster. But the problem with that is like if you use a magic marker, which is what a Sharpie basically is, 
it bleeds through the paper. And when it bleeds through the paper, there are other offices on the opposite side of the ballot. In this case, it was the judges. And that bleeding through causes the ballot to count as an overvote. And therefore, the ballot being rejected. Somebody voted for too many candidates for the same office, both in this case, the judges. And when that happens, the machine is supposed to reject the ballot with an election uh, a supervisor there in the precinct and say, hold on, ma'am, your ballot's been rejected. Let us take a, see what the problem is. And they run it through a couple of times to see if the ballot will be tabulated and counted. And if it's not, then they're given a, that ballot is destroyed and they're given a new ballot. Two things happen. One was very seldom were they given a new ballot, but also you and I think green is good and red is bad. And in the case of the machines that they had, it was the opposite. So people got the green light, <laughs> meaning their ballot had been rejected, the red light for being accepted. Okay. And we think we lost about 30,000 of our people because of that. Now, as of as you interpret those, and again, you've done a lot of interpretation of, of, of the will of the people, um, right? And that is, is most of the mistakes that you have found, or well, I'll call them mistakes or errors at the moment, are they are they malicious acts or are they administrative screw ups? Uh, and and I guess where would you put the the red light, the green light? Uh, is that is that corruption or is that just uh, Poor administration. <clears throat> hey, Bruce. Yeah. Are you there? He's lo- we've lost him. So, sorry, I, the the signal just went down. Okay. Did you hear my question? I did hear your question. Okay. And, and I would I would put the use of the sharpies as a as a clerical mistake. Um, we're not sure whether they're at this point. We make no allegations, but we're suspicious of why one the good should be red and bad should be green when it, everybody has the exact opposite instinct. Right. We don't know about that at this point, but make no allegation. And as to, but the problem is also then the election supervisors. So there's somebody standing right there at the machine in each of these voting stations. They should have called people to their attention that their ballot had been rejected. And we contend that the, where they weren't called to their attention was mostly in Republican precincts. Uh, Chris Roebling joins us. He is a longtime conservative commentator on this program. What regular listeners may not know is that uh, many years ago, about 20 years ago, he was the chairman of the uh, uh, City of Chicago Election Board. Thank you, Bruce. And it's great to be on with you, Terry. I'd li- I would count myself... Uh, as lucky to have had Terry Campo as a mentor of mine as I was coming up in the party. Um, Terry, uh, let me ask you quickly about the red light, green light situation. Mm -hmm. So, so the, the folks in Maricopa County, which I visited when I was commissioner and which I inspected and I, I saw their mechanism and at least in those days, it was very impressive. It, they have a central count. We have a precinct count. There are a lot of other differences. I don't know what it's like today, but they know what they're doing with elections. And I just want to ask you about the training of these judges of election, or I think you call them election supervisors. The 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 folks who are representing the um, Maricopa County board in the precinct, they're not Republican poll watchers or Democrat poll watchers. They're from the election administrator. Do you think they were not well-trained? And then my other question is, what remedy do you seek if you are correct about, say, 
30,000 votes lost, what might your remedy be? Well, let me start, if you don't mind, with the end question, because I think that's the most important mm -hmm. uh, aspect. Uh, the the re remedy is for us to retrieve those ballots that went into the, the bottom drawer and haven't been counted and have those as a manual count. Mm -hmm. uh, now, as to the professionals, they have been very professional. Again, I don't want to accuse them of any any ill intent they've been very professional they've actually been one of the few election authorities that when they say they'll have new numbers at five o'clock it really is five o'clock but uh beyond beyond that one of the things you have this year is first of all you had a massive expansion in voter turnout so there was a little bit probably some degree of fatigue you also have a lot of new people because as chris as you well know as an election commissioner many got, of the people we've got a break right now don't go away opinions we believe the news should give you the facts without bias so you can form your own <clears throat> we believe in news not talk <clears throat> facts not opinions news nation is on every night at 7 p.m on wgn america to give you the information you need Everyone calls it the news, but we'll actually deliver on it. Seven nights a week in primetime. Find your local channel by going to WGNAmerica.com. News Nation. It's your news, your nation. We are the boy Your tween made you see. We are the boy It's painful concert number three. We are the boy band. We're five and 19. We are the boy band. Always singing on key. You love your kids enough to take them to see their favorite uh, band. Love them enough to make sure they're buckled up in the back seat. Show them you love them. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Harrison's Reality Check. Want weekly reports predicting events before they happen? Stand by. In a new documentary called Enemies of the State, whistleblower Matt DeHart, an intelligence analyst for the Air National Guard, claimed to have evidence the CIA implemented the 2001 anthrax attacks that drew the U.S. into a war with Iraq. Upon blowing that whistle, DeHart was arrested for child porn and locked deep, deep away. Harrison's Reality Check. GoHarrison.com. Tired of getting trapped in these bad financial cycles or by news that seems impossibly out of your control? For the first time ever, we're giving you access to some of the most elite, top-secret intelligence reports so you can know what's coming down the pike, often two months in advance, from stock markets to education and family issues. It's literally not available anywhere else. And it's only available one way. Get this subscription-only insider's audio each week by going to VIPWebinars.org. 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 AncientLifeOil.com. That's AncientLifeOil.com. Are you stressed? I mean, who isn't? Anxiety creeping in? No, not that. Is sleep hard to attain because your brain just won't slow down? We're living in crazy times, and the fear knob has been turned up. Okay, there's an answer. Take a big breath, exhale, and go log on to AncientLifeOil.com. CBD. Broad and full-spectrum, organic and non-GMO CBD for you to enjoy. Change your tune from fear to calm, from brain overload to clear thinking. 0 0.003 THC on full spectrum and 0% THC on broad spectrum. Competitive pricing with the best quality. Also know everything is going to get better. No worries, be happy. CBD can help calm so your nerves don't think they're a six-string electric guitar. Enjoy life, smile, and log on to AncientLifeOil.com for great CBD. That's AncientLifeOil.com. You'll be glad you did. 
Hey, everybody, thanks for joining us on Open Road Radio on WCGO Radio, 1590 AM and 95.9 FM. Bruce Dumont back. Thanks very much for joining us. By the way, I have a little uh, allergy uh, cough this evening. I, I apologize for that. Uh, it's it's not uh, knock on whatever this is. Uh, it's not COVID. I don't believe because I I passed my test this past week. But uh, again, I I apologize for coughing in your ear. Uh, let's go back uh, to uh, Terry Campo, who was uh, uh, explaining and answering a two part question. Uh, and so, Terry, let's go back to you. He is a, a member of the Donald Trump campaign legal team, and he joins us from Arizona tonight. Terry, go ahead. Yes, uh, Bruce, thank, thank you. I was answering Chris's question about the election workers training. And one of the things I think is a factor this year <laughs> is that a lot of the people, because of COVID, the, these are usually elderly retirees who perform these jobs, uh, you know, for, for, and a lot of them were afraid of, because of COVID. So you have a lot of new people mm-hmm. doing this that have never done it before. So that may also be an issue. I have a little bit of hot off the presses information for you, if you don't mind. Not at all. Uh, I'm just getting this over my on my telephone from one of my colleague that's over at the Maricopa County uh building here mm-hmm. that at this point we're down in statewide by 20,484 votes. Um, I'm not sure from my, but from the phone, how many of those are now outstanding. But as I said, there are, you know, I, there were about 34,000 ballots yet to be counted from Maricopa County alone. I think it was 84,000 statewide and 17,000 statewide uh, provisional ballots estimate and mil- overseas and military voters still to be counted. And, and that county, by the way, that matter counting the overseas and military vote, they haven't even started yet. They haven't opened even opened those envelopes yet. And the campaign is down how many votes in Arizona? It was uh, here again. I'm just trying to read it off my phone. I think it's from. I'm. I'm it's for, of course the phone's a little small. Sure. I think it says twenty thousand four eight four. Okay. Here's here's a question, and then I want to uh, let uh, Phil Beverly uh, chime in with a question. But for those people, uh, including many in the media, have who have said. Uh, okay, it's time to it's time to move on. I suggested that yesterday, and I got my uh, uh, head chewed off on my on my Facebook page. But when when you have uh, differences uh, anywhere from uh, ten thousand votes to uh, forty thousand votes in the five states where there's some dis- disagreement, and I mean Pennsylvania and Arizona and Nevada and Georgia, and again I'll throw Wisconsin in there because there's going to be a recount there. But when you have four or five states where the differences seem to be rather uh, large, how realistic is it for the for the diehard Trump people listening to this program this evening? How realistic is it that you'd be able to overturn the current vote pattern in those state in enough of those states to make Donald Trump reelected? Well, first of all, well, Bruce, I have to, with due, all due respect, have to point out something that the okay. presidential race isn't the only race on the ballot. Right. Here in Maricopa County, you have the county treasurer's position is a 50-50 race. The uh, district attorney race is 51-49. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of other offices that are going to be decided by these missing votes or challenge right. votes. 
Okay. Kind of thing. Um, as to the presidential election, President Trump needs to uh, ha- win Pennsylvania. He has to win Pennsylvania. Right. There's always a lot of vote fraud in Philadelphia. That's just that's going back to the 1930s. Uh, so that's a, pr- a problem. And I know that our lawsuit there, we're being denied ma- meaningful access to observe the uh, signature checks on the uh, mail-in ballots. And uh, in, in, that's in Pennsylvania. To Pennsylvania. We need, in addition to Pennsylvania and Georgia, we, we need, um, I mean, Pennsylvania and Arizona, we need Georgia. Obviously, mm-hmm. flipping three and four states becomes very diff- difficult odds, but we have a process here. And there's actually, our elections don't become certified and dis- decided by the Electoral College until December. So we're really not behind. We're just behind the normal mm-hmm. pace that we all want to know the results of the horse race as soon as the horses have run it. But the truth Can is, I, the data's not all in yet. Oh, uh, so, Phil, Phil use, Phil's got a question. So uh, two things come to mind, Terry, and thanks for for your work. Um, uh, I'd always be opposed to your candidate, but that's you know neither here nor there. Um, th- one thing that that I'm I'm interested in, you part of your filing is about. Uh, this behavior being primarily directed at Republican precincts. Is there any evidence that Democratic precincts were impacted as well? And we might, a, might Democratic online, attorneys come back and say, oh, we want to recount here, and they you, you run the risk of they, maybe finding more Democratic votes? Well, they have, every, they have every right to do that. We received over 30,000 phone calls into a hotline right now. I guess they've actually have knocked off now at about 5 o'clock. Uh, on Sunday, we have people returning the calls of people who called the hotline and getting information from them. And in some cases, uh, asking them to reduce that to writing for, as evidence for the lawsuit. Hmm. OK. Mm-hmm. And the uh, the 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 aftermath of, of Philadelphia, I, I come from a city where electoral politics is is really a blood sport. If you're not <laughs> yes. prepared to bleed and make other people bleed, don't play. I love Chicago politics. I learned, so, learned, learned my many lessons there. So I, I get that there's, you know, there was corruption in, in 2008 in Illinois, um, but it didn't matter numerically the level of it. And I'm just wondering about if Philadelphia has always been this way, why hasn't it sort of ever been addressed, as it were? I know well, the answer to that. I'll, I'll use Philadelphia as an example because I think it really fits well. And I think it also, of course, applies to Cook County and particularly the city is normally when there is vote fraud, it's to keep the local, the local party machine in power. That machine controls who's elected to the district district attorney, who has elected the judges. Mm-hmm. And so everybody is part of the same organization and benefits from it. And the other aspect in Philadelphia, one of the situations you have is that poll watchers have to be registered voters from that same jurisdiction. And that becomes essentially then a problem of intimidation of the poll watchers and finding somebody who's willing to be a Republican election judge in some pretty rough areas where they're not welcome. I I wonder, Terry, since you've been participating in the legal team, uh, conference calls, et cetera, and I sort of got got a little readout from yesterday afternoons. Um, if you might illuminate the listeners and, and the three of us here in the studio about this um, program issue 
under Dominion Software, the、mm. Hammer program and the Scorecard app that is within the Hammer program, and the concerns expressed, say, by Sidney Powell on TV today、uh, on behalf of the Trump team,、uh, that this program、uh, has been used to manipulate votes so that. When it recognizes a certain number of votes for a certain candidate, it starts to manipulate the vote totals. Sounds uh, very uh, insidious. I, I wonder if you could give us any perspective on that. I have to be honest with you, Chris. While I, 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 I've heard of exactly what you've said, I have not been involved with that enough to have any view, really anything I could add to that. Because it's, it's not in Arizona. I know that. that yeah, exactly.、So、I've, been, I've been specifically focused on the issues here in this state and not in the other states. I, worked, I was, participated in drafting the lawsuit, drafting many of the affidavits、uh, based on the information here. So I just really haven't、uh, been doing it. I've been down at the grassroots level rather than the 10,000 foot level. Okay. Do you know, again, based on your career as an election lawyer,、mm-hmm. uh, what is the largest deficit you are aware of in any municipal or statewide or presidential election that was overturned either by a recount or some discovery where fraud was being sought? Well, if I can p- p- separate your question just a little bit,、mm-hmm. it's roughly about six about six thousand votes are have been disqualified、mm-hmm. in recounts. But there have been elections overturned on the re- after the recount at at much higher margins. The re- there's both and recount also discovers votes that were not earlier recorded. Of course, the hanging chads <clears> issue <throat> became one of those situations where every time. The, ta- the cards were run through the machine. Uh, uh, a, a Chad that hadn't be- become detached would become detached.、Mm-hmm. So I mean, you have so, actually so, increases. Usually, I, you have more votes counted in a recount than were counted in the initial count.、Right. It's not just about disqualifying ballots cast for reasons of fraud or, or mistake. So, Terry, I've, I've got to ask this question given、uh, your, I'm going to、uh, assume, decades of experience. Is the, the electoral process、um, an anachronism of, of a federal system with 50 different states and 50 different electoral systems and 50 different potentially types of technology and deadlines and reporting requirements and auditing requirements? And automatic recount and not automatic recount. D- doesn't it seem maybe we should be moving toward having the conversation about a little bit more standardization? I'll be honest with you, I think we should we, exactly the opposite.、Uh, and it's really about, 11, 11, about 11,000 counties in the country <clears throat> that are, and, and sub jurisdictions, in some cases, that count the ballots and make these decisions about their local administration. And that is one of the safeguards of our system. Because people can't overthrow and steal a presidential election. And when you have that kind of a, 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 of a diffused power system. And,、uh, and so、they should still do that,、system. though, right?、Mm-hmm. The way I would envision it, though, you have a technology, but those counties are still responsible for the execution. Well, and we really are operating under most of the technologies that the counties are using, all of those counties and local jurisdictions, sometimes within the counties. 
are all really drawn from four or five different standards. So we are all more or less on the same standard in the country, just different personnel and slightly different laws and certification dates. Jerry, we've got a break and we'll be right back. Thanks very much for joining us tonight. I'm Bruce Dumont. Opinions are everywhere when you watch the news. But what about your opinion? Why can't you just get the facts to decide for yourself? News Nation is on every night at 7 p.m. on WGN America, a nightly newscast in primetime that doesn't tell you what to think. Seven nights a week, News Nation will deliver you news, not talk. Facts, not opinions. Find your local channel by going to WGNAmerica.com. It's your news, your nation. Hope you enjoyed your meal. And I just want to say, he's lucky to have a brother like you. Lucky? Caring for my brother is far from easy. But he's a part of me, like my arms and legs, so I'll be his. No time for tired. Nothing can disable this love. He needs me. But I'm the lucky one, even though I need help now and then. If you're caring for a loved one, visit aarp.org caregiving for care guides and community. Support for your strength. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Have you noticed that well-known and controversial talk show hosts have recently been censored on the internet by corporate and political interests? This is Clyde Lewis from Ground Zero Radio. And in order to counter against the suppression of information, we've decided to create our own private digitalized playground called Aftermath.media. It's an exclusive online multimedia library featuring videos, movies, audio clips, archive shows, e-books, e-magazines, documents, and so much more. Our news aggregator, Newsifer, provides current news relating to many of the topics we cover. We'll also be hosting other Ground Zero-friendly podcasts like Into the Parabnorm, Normal with Jeremy Scott and The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. Aftermath.media has a social media platform along with a chat room to interact with many of our listeners. And about once a month, you can chat with me about anything. Mobile apps for Android and Apple are now available. The monthly subscription for Aftermath.media is only $9.99 a month. This includes exclusive access to our library and Ground Zero Archive podcasts. If you're just interested in having access to the Archive podcast, it's only $4.99 a month. So sign up today by going to Aftermath.media. Again, that's Aftermath.media. AncientLifeOil.com. That's AncientLifeOil.com. Are you stressed? I mean, who isn't? Anxiety creeping in? No, not that. Is sleep hard to attain because your brain just won't slow down? We're living in crazy times, and the fear knob has been turned up. Okay, there's an answer. Take a big breath, exhale, and go log on to AncientLifeOil.com. CBD. Broad and full spectrum, organic and non-GMO CBD for you to enjoy. Change your tune from fear to calm. From brain overload to clear thinking. 0.003 THC on full spectrum and 0% THC on broad spectrum. Competitive pricing with the best quality. Also know everything is going to get better. No worries. Be happy. CBD can help calm so your nerves don't think they're a six-string electric guitar. Enjoy life, smile, and log on to AncientLifeOil.com for great CBD. That's AncientLifeOil.com. You'll be glad you did. Mike Jackson Outdoors, Sundays, 8 to 9 a.m. on WCGO Radio, 1590 AM and 95.9 FM. Bruce Dumont back on the air. Thanks very much for joining us. 1-800-723-8289. Uh, question for you, uh, Terry. Um, 
and I realize uh, this is beyond Arizona, but I, I want a kind of a, a view from your 30,000 feet. Uh, it, it seems to me that uh, of all of the cases that are out there, uh, the one that uh, might end up at the U.S. Supreme Court is the one involving the state or the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania yes. and their judge's decision to give three additional days for postmark mail to come in and be counted. Would you agree with that? I would agree with that. The Pennsylvania case is the one that was most likely to go to the Supreme Court. And uh, uh, th- this gets into something I think that, that uh, uh, Phil was getting at. One of the other things that has frustrated many people, including perhaps yourself, is that why, you know, with granted you have 50 states, if there's one singular thing I would like to see, you know, mandated that everybody's got to follow, and that is if if you have requested uh, an absentee ballot or a vote by mail or anything that is beyond uh, the norm, you should be told that you have to get your ballots in postmarked by such and such a day, and that such and such a day should be several days before election day so that those votes can be being counted. I don't know why we're always waiting for military ballots, for provisional ballots. We're always waiting for some ballots to come in, and it's happening in this case. It's happened in, in several states. Like I, I have no idea why, you know, four days, five days after the election, we don't know what happened in Georgia. I mean, they've been getting their votes in on time for 100, 200 years. So uh, what is the thought within the judicial community if you'd care to guess why some legislators and some judges think that it's a good idea to postpone the counting of ballots after the polls have closed. Well, you've hit on a really big, the whole voting by mail situation has introduced lots of problems. And so the Democrats have been pushing to liberalize the rules even further including using postage paid envelopes for the return. The problem with that is there's no postmark on postage paid envelopes. And so people could be sending them weeks after the election. Yeah, I want to say as an election administrator or former election administrator, that um, whenever you're making a major change to an electoral system, right, Mm -hmm. it, it requires judicious and minute planning, because you're talking about upholding the expressions of all legal voters. And you don't want to go with a meat cleaver when what you need is a scalpel. And one of my objections this year to this situation, and I, by the way, was urging Governor Pritzker in Illinois to vote by mail for the primary. That's another story. But I even said then that there would be plenty of time to work out these issues by the time of the general. And I believe that there were. Instead, when you get some force majeure to push down on top of local election administrators, you will send these ballots to your entire registered voter list. There is no way to intricately integrate that new development onto an existing system in a period of months. And I don't want to bore you, but I, elections right. take a lot right. of planning. I think Terry will back me up on that. So I, I just, I think that's that this exactly is, right. Yeah, thank you. I think this has been a uh, untoward 
and uncalled for um, uh, disruption. It's been a disruption in the normal order of electoral administration. And I, I regret it, and I regret that we're here. Uh, but I think it, it, we all know that if the shoe was on the other foot, the Biden campaign and David Boys and all of their attorneys would be fighting Bruce tooth and nail. They wouldn't be thinking for a moment of conceding. We know that from Al Gore in the year 2000. Yeah, they tried to get so, the uh, military ballots. Yeah, exa- and, and so let, let us not, um, <clears throat> you know, I think that President Trump or, or for that matter, Congressman Jones or Governor Smith or, you know, uh, dog catcher whoop de doo anybody who's on the ballot is entitled, just like every voter is, and every citizen is entitled to knowing that the election came off appropriately we have a we have steve uh, calling from uh, grantham new hampshire he's a longtime <laughs> listener to this program <laughs> go back to new hampshire what's new steve uh, uh, thanks bruce back in the Democratic the election he's got two republican yeah, uh, uh houses of his legislature thanks to the acceptance of the trump agenda phil <laughs> go ahead anyway, new uh, England. Uh, what, I, had what a I question. Expect. first of all yeah um can you hear me? Yes. Yes. Okay, good. Number one is, you know, I'm on the Biden side, but I absolutely agree. There's no question that the uh, Trump campaign has every right to do everything uh, mm-hmm. from a legal point of view to make sure that the election results are accurate. However, uh, I'd like to hear Terry, and then I have some other comments. Uh, one question is, it is inappropriate, though, to be casting what uh, the uh, administration has been doing about stealing the election and about that, um, you know, uh, the the votes shouldn't be counted. They should be counted. I guess they should be counted in Arizona, but they shouldn't be counted in Philadelphia. That is dangerous for our democracy. The the other thing that... Let's let him respond to to that, Steve, and then we'll go back to your second question. Go ahead, Gary. Well, I, I would just say, in all due respect to the gentleman from New Hampshire, that some of the ballots uh, coming in from Philadelphia, primarily in Pennsylvania, should not be counted because they are fraudulently valid, gathered, fraudulently collected, including from people who are voted who are dead. In situation in Arizona, what you have is people's ballots that were, by reason of a complicated fix on the on the process wound up being invalidated and they're not being given a chance to to correct their ballots yeah and you have is, proof is that, that there's the, the a large chance? number of fraudulent ballots in pennsylvania or is this just a speculation there 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 are there is proof there are affidavits being compiled and there's actually lists of uh, tens of thousands of people who are still carried on the voting rolls of Philadelphia who are dead who voted they're carried on the voting rolls around the no, whole no, country I'm sorry, I'm sorry. They, they, hold dead. on hold on caller not just that they're on the voting rolls but they voted so there yes. are Do there we the, have evidence uh, of that right 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 and so and this is all coming out tomorrow with the filings and I, I, I would say that the caller is uh, uh, perhaps unknowingly, but helpfully referring to the difference between the two sides of Bush versus Gore. Okay, so the 7-2 part of Bush versus Gore was the equal protection holding. And that said, you can't be uh, counting ballots inside Florida differently in County X than you right. do in County Y. Okay, and then the 5-4 part of Bush v. Gore was about the actual 
halting of the election. So let me just focus in on this for a second. And, and I, want the, I want the caller to know, as he says so boldly, that this is uh, uh, diminishing democracy in America, dying in darkness or something. I want you to know that Al Gore did not go to Florida with a principal. Al Gore did not go and say, I want, I want the entire state recounted. He went into Broward County, went into only maybe, if memory serves, Terry, you were probably there, five or six counties. Those, were, those counties were selected because of the pre-existing information the Gore campaign about had right. about the propensity for Gore votes in those counties. And when right. it, was five, it was five counties, they wanted counted and they were heavily Democrat. Counties. Right. And when Bush wanted to have other counties, the, the Gore people said, absolutely not. So I think that the caller would be well advised to appreciate the extent to which the, the not only is there an adversarial process <clears throat> in the precinct between, say, a Democratic judge and a Republican judge, there's an adversarial process in the litigation world between the plaintiffs and the defendants and sometimes between you know, uh, warring parties in an election during an election Terry, contest. Terry, this is, uh, uh, I think, an important question. Mm-hmm. Since the election, the Internet has been filled with stories, anecdotal stories, videos right. uh, showing, uh, you know, irregularities. Uh, there have been charges on talk radio. I mean, uh, all, all kinds of stuff. I mean, there's... The, the, and and these are anecdotal. They may have evidence, but how is the Trump campaign? How are you uh, geared to track down all of these stories uh, to find out whether there's truth to any of them? Because frankly, uh, you know, on talk radio or on the internet, people can make up stories all the time, and they do. Well, I may apologize to you. I dropped, the signal dropped while you were in your question, so I may, didn't hear all of it. But if I, I'll try and answer as, as I anticipate. Okay. A lot of the things that are I've I've had friends sending me things, Facebook videos and videos from other things, some of which I know are not true, even though they are beneficial to my side in terms right. of our argument. So I, I don't want to, to associate the, our campaign or the Trump campaign or the Republican Party with all of the, the noise that is right. out there. There are real problems. And one of the things we're doing, as I said, we we have these people who are reporting these things. They claim to have witnessed that. We are trying to track them down. We then we then try to reduce to writing something that they will sign and swear to for a legal filing that would be evidence that either as an affidavit or a declaration to just to back up their claims. Okay. Uh, can you stick with us one more segment? We've got some more callers coming in from you. Sure. Okay, very good. Uh, we're talking with uh, Terry Campo. He is with the Trump legal team in Arizona. Phil Beverly is with us here in Evanston, Illinois, along with Chris Roebling. We've got another full hour coming up. We've got callers on the line. We will bring them in and share them with Terry when we return. You should form your own opinions when you're presented facts without bias. That's what we call news. Every night at 7 p.m. on WGN America, news has a new primetime home. News Nation, without all the talk and without an opinion, so you can make yours. It's not how it used to be, it's how it should be. News Nation, seven nights a week on WGN America. Find your local channel by going to WGNAmerica.com. Because it's your news, your nation. 
Steven. Who said that? Me, down here. Ugh, what are you, a yellow booger? I'm a banana slug, Steven. What are you doing in my room? I'm your sense of adventure. It's been a long time since we've had an adventure in the forest. Mom took me to the forest last year. I'm a slug, Steven. It took me a long time to get here. You're right. I should get out. Yeah, the forest is not that far away. Hey, Mom! Come to the forest where the more adventurous you lives. Check out discovertheforest.org for cool places nearby. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Harrison's Reality Check. Want weekly reports predicting events before they happen? Stand by. Homeland Security is proposing expanding DNA and biometric data collection to include American citizens who sponsor immigrants. Expanded biometrics would include your iris image, palm print, and your voice print. This government now says it has the right to your DNA. Harrison's Reality Check. GoHarrison.com. Tired of getting trapped in these bad financial cycles or by news that seems impossibly out of your control? For the first time ever, we're giving you access to some of the most elite, top-secret intelligence reports so you can know what's coming down the pike, often two months in advance, from stock markets to education and family issues. It's literally not available anywhere else. And it's only available one way. Get this subscription-only insider's audio each week by going to VIPwebinars.org. 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 Do you have a medical issue or a question for someone who's transitioned? What about your pet's health or behavior? Perhaps you have a loved one who's close to death and you'd like to know what's happening. Are you on the path to fulfill your life's purpose? No matter where you are in the world, take a journey to the other side with me and get the answer you've been longing to hear on the Ask Julie Ryan Show. Just go to AskJulieRyan.com for more information. Ask Julie Ryan, every Thursday night from 7 to 9 Central on Smart Talk. Are the gifts you plan to leave behind really safe? Learn how even the most generous plans for your assets you intend to bequeath can be undone by taxes, legal snags, health care costs, and other avoidable pitfalls. For your free commissioned report on estate planning, call 844-345-3140. 844-345-3140. Or visit atfinancial.com. That's atfinancial.com. I'm Kevin. And I'm Sue McCarthy. Join us for the Travel Planners Radio Show. Your ticket to the world of travel. Saturdays, 4 to 6 p.m. on WCGO AM and FM. Bruce Dumont back, and let's go to Bill in Knoxville, Tennessee. You're on the air. Go ahead. Yes, thank you for taking my call. Good. The comment was made earlier in the program that um, mail-in ballots were sent to all registered voters in the state. My concern is that in the past months or a couple of years, I've heard of states attempting to validate and clean up their voter rolls has been thwarted by the courts. Could uh, one of your guests uh, explain that to me? to discuss NVRA and what it did to canvassing uh, since I, th- I, I think you were there opposing it as I was and, and almost all election administrators yep. in the entire country were. What does that mean? Uh, Make motor voter. Okay, got, got it. Mo- motor, well, I'm, uh, I'll just start and then Terry, please uh, elaborate where you feel necessary. <clears throat> um. All election administrators from Miami Beach to Seattle or to Nome, Alaska, 
prior to Motor Voter would run um, regular uh, canvases of the voter rolls to purge. And this was in addition to other in-office activities. They would usually, by the the 70s, they had pretty much agreed on sending first-class letters to the voter. And anything that came back from the post office would then trigger a knock on the door, an in-person canvassing interaction to see if the voter was still present. Okay. Inevitably, you know, when you're the commissioner of elections uh, or you're on the board of election commissioners, you've only got so much money. You have to say, all right, we'll start in the first ward and we'll go to the second and then the third or whatever it is. Well, our friends at Project Vote, I was sued on this issue by Barack Obama, among others. And, of course, he lost. But, um, you know, they were always trying to get these into civil rights violations. Like by starting in the first ward, you were depriving the first ward residents of the rights that were in the 50th ward or whatever Mm -hmm. the case may be. NVRA, sadly, and this was passed during the first two years of Clinton with a Democratic majority in the Senate and in the House, although a few Republicans like Susan Collins came on board for NVRA, uh, sadly. Um, NVRA, Motor Voter, started to open up the floodgates to the trial bar for suing local election administrators for how they conducted canvases. And the cost of cleaning the voter rolls just rose astronomically, and everybody became afraid of getting hauled into court on a civil rights charge when all you wanted to do was find Grandma Edna, who had died since the last election, and erase her off of the list. Okay. uh, Bill, thank you very much for your call. I want want to go uh, uh, to Terry. Terry, uh, I want to look uh, into the front window now and find out what what is ahead. You're working in Arizona. I assume you're coordinating. Uh, There's someone at the top of your pyramid that's coordinating all of this. Who is that? Who is coordinating the the entire Trump legal response? Well, it's it's uh, it's Matt Matt Morgan, who is a first quality lawyer from Indiana. He was Vice President uh, Pence's uh, general counsel, right? And uh, uh, mm-hmm. is there is other than Pennsylvania, Arizona, Nevada, Georgia, Wisconsin? Is there any other state that I have? failed to identify where there might be some legal action pending or uh, that you might be aware of? I'm not aware of any having to do with this year's presidential election other than those. Okay. Wait, which ones did you say? Pennsylvania, uh, Arizona, Nevada, Georgia, and Wisconsin. Uh, well, today, Rudy Giuliani also mentioned Michigan. Michigan, Pennsylvania, Nevada, Wisconsin, sorry, yes. Georgia, sorry, and yes. Arizona. So there, That's he correct. mentioned That's six. Correct. He said I mentioned five, but he wasn't counting. Six. That's correct. There are six states you're, you're, in which— I stand corrected. That's right. Michigan, I did just assume Michigan was in there. And Michigan what? is, you know, this is the home <clears> of where they brought in the 100,000 votes at 3 o'clock in the morning with no Democrat poll watcher, no Republican poll watcher, no notice, no comment, and <clears> uh, they ran the tally, and it was 100-whatever, 10 or 30,000 votes for Biden, and not one Vote for President Trump, and and let me tell you where 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 was this Detroit, Michigan, Wayne Wayne County, and and is that a verified story, uh, Terry? I I don't. I know. I know the report. I don't know whether it's been verified. Okay. What we know. Where did you get the report from? The verification was in the ticker on the results in Wayne County at three o'clock in the morning. 
You, so they, it went from <clears throat> here to here, and there was no correlative increase on the Trump side. A, a question, question to you. Yeah, you're you're a master of of information. Thank Some you. people might say a master of disinformation. Hey, but my question, but cut my that qu- out. But my question, Beverly. but my question to you is: since we're talking about <laughs> the new president of the United States and whether he has the ability to lead the country, yeah. And give the people at least what the what the majority of the people asked for. Yeah. <clears throat> Do you believe when you get into the intricacies of what happened at, at three o'clock in the morning in Michigan? Yeah. Whether it's true or not, you think it's true? We don't know absolutely right, right, true. Okay. Right. I I don't know. I wasn't are, there. Are, are, are we're at the early stages of a mass. The disintegration, a mass conspiracy theory. No, 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 no. I'm not in any. Nobody's, nobody's taking extra steps here. If no, but but, but no, but when you go on the radio and say this, and again, you've got great credentials. Yeah. But when you say this, I mean, there's a lot of people out there that say, "Boy, this must be true," because Chris Roebling said it. I I hope so. Are you comfortable with that? Sure, I am. And I and with that that story. Here's what I'm not comfortable with. I am not comfortable with. You know, anything, whether it's in Detroit or in Philadelphia or in Arizona, where there's anything intentional, okay? I understand what unintentional mistakes are like, and I understand what, in, I understand negligence, and I understand uh, uh, corruption. Corruption. Then let's just trust the process and bring the evidence to court and let a judge sort it's it out. happening tomorrow at 10 a.m. There we go. We've got a pause. Thanks very much for joining us in our number Thanks, one. Thanks, Terry. Terry Cobble, thank you very much. Uh, with the Trump uh, campaign legal team. He joins us uh, from Arizona. And again, we thank you very much for sharing your expertise with us. I'm Bruce Dumont. When we come back, we'll be hearing for a couple of more guests, all based in California. We'll find out what, uh, what they have to say about what's going on. For some, news is about their opinions. We believe the news should give you the facts without bias, so you can form your own. We believe in news, not talk. Facts, not opinions. News Nation is on every night at 7 p.m. on WGN America to give you the information you need. Everyone calls it the news, but we'll actually deliver on it seven nights a week in primetime. Find your local channel by going to WGNAmerica.com. News Nation, it's your news, your nation. Jill, why don't you tell the class what you did this weekend? Well, my dad and I went in search of some magical minnows and found a zillion of them in the stream from our lookout rock. Then my sister and I escaped from an evil slug king and went back to my super twig fort for safety. Then we told stories till it got dark and the Big Dipper led us all the way home. Where were you, Jill? We went to the forest. It's not that far away. Ask your parents to take you and your friends to the forest this week. It's closer than you think. Check out discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ag Council. Matt always knew he wanted to be a doctor. That's why he makes the most of every day. To study before breakfast. To work hard. To do whatever was necessary to achieve his goal. He found an answer in the military. If you have a passion, a vision for your future in any field, todaysmilitary.com can be your path to a fulfilling career. You have a calling. We have an answer. Find your way at todaysmilitary.com. My name is Bobby. I'm a veteran and lost my leg to a roadside bomb. 
My victory was going from a wheelchair to becoming a weightlifting champion. I'm Sam. I'm a veteran. My victory was finding a career I can be proud of and supporting my family. America's veterans are on their most important tour, the tour of their lives. I'm a veteran. My victory was going from homeless to home. At DAV, we're on a mission to help veterans get the benefits they've earned. I'm a veteran, and my victory was finishing my education. DAV offers veterans of all generations a lifetime of support for victories great and small. My victory was proving that disability is not a limitation. My victory was getting my service dog and new best friend. We help more than a million veterans every year as they face and conquer their challenges. My victory is being able to be there for my family. When America's veterans win, we all win. Help us support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. Standing up for what's right. Helping out when things go wrong. Seeking the truth and speaking our minds. Not just making records, but breaking them. Leading the way behind the camera, beyond the runway, and on the silver screen. Not just making our mark, but making a difference. Now that's a job for a Girl Scout. Girl Scouts, preparing girls for a lifetime of leadership. It's me, your heart. High blood pressure is serious. And if you think I'm just going to keep ticking away, you're wrong. I can quit whenever I want, but I like my job. Just treat me better. Maybe we can do some exercise on occasion. After all, we're in this together. Don't let your heart quit on you. High blood pressure can lead to a stroke, heart attack, or death. Get yours to a healthy range before it's too late. Find out how at heart.org slash blood pressure. A message from the American Heart Association, the American Stroke Association, and the Ad Council. I didn't want to talk. She just sat with me. That was all I really needed. We got back. One day he called me out of the blue. And it's comforting to know that I always can count on him to have my back. She called me from time to time. I really didn't think I needed any help. It took me from being really depressed to feeling like somebody cared to give me some hope. Just that one text. Be there. Your call. Your presence. Your words. Your support. Be there and help save a life. Learn more about preventing suicide at VeteransCrisisLine.net. Radio that inspires. Smart Talk on WC. Bruce Dumont back. Thank you very much for joining us tonight in hour number two of Beyond the Beltway. And in this hour, a little bit later on, we're going to be joined by Patrick Reddy. He is a California political researcher. And also in this hour, in fact, we're going to join her right now. Uh, bring her into our conversation, Karen Singelman. She's been a frequent guest on this program. Uh, she is a conservative uh, commentator, and uh, also we should say that uh, she's uh, rage against the media, right? Right. You, you don't believe the media. <laughs> Karen, <laughs> I like her already. You're not, you're, you're, not, you're, you're not alone. But, you know, Karen, I want to begin uh, and just share, share with everybody, uh, you have been a frequent guest on this program over the last several years. Um, you once upon a time despised Donald Trump. Then, uh, you evolved into being a big fan of Donald Trump. And the other day when I suggested that, uh, you know, as the votes come in, there's not going to be enough votes to overturn Biden's lead. You sort of climbed down my throat saying, why did you give up? Should give up for Donald Trump. Because you've now become a huge Donald Trump fan, and I, I want to talk about the evolution, but I, I want to begin with a question that 
Phil Beverly here in the studio wants to follow up with as well. And Phil, that is, Phil is rolling his eyes. <laughs> Phil is rolling his professorial. You, you know, eyes. you know, I have nothing but contempt for Donald Trump. I know, I love and none you of that's anyway. None, none I love you anyway. Policy, right? We've been on this show for twenty years, oh, right? Yeah. I think you're the greatest. Okay, but you know, on, on, on policy, I, we can tick off. Yeah, I didn't agree with the Iran thing. Yeah, I didn't agree with pulling out of Paris. Yeah, I don't agree with WHO. But those are policy things that we can disagree on. And I go, eh, that's not a big deal, right? Okay. We're just going to disagree on those things. Right. The the thing that, that I'm lost on this isn't a policy thing, and it's not a political thing. It's really a question of right and wrong. And it comes down simply, for me, kids in cages. I cannot reconcile that with No, with, nor with should anything. you. Oba- the ones Obama built? Come on. Really? You know better than really? this. Oh, wait a so we're going to play the, folks, oh, because folks, he, folks, he robbed the bank. I get to rob folks, a bank. Folks, folks, Come folks, on. folks, folks, folks. I do not, tonight and I do not for the foreseeable future on this show, I don't want to relitigate uh, <laughs> this this campaign with with specific issues that have come up. The people have voted on it. As of the moment, uh, it appears that uh, Joe Biden is going to be the next president of the United States. There is a legal action that's going on. <clears throat> but I want to ask you, uh, Professor uh, Singerman, um, what are you using as your source to be upset and irate about information? Why do you believe that there's been so much corruption or malfeasance of office by the administrators, why do you think that it's been it's so widespread that it's going to overturn uh, the results as we know them now? And what are you using as your basis to get riled up? Well, <laughs> what aren't you using? No, I'm, I'm what mean, aren't you using? Yeah, yeah. When, well, when Stephanopoulos have, can sit up there, Karen, allow me to. No, 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 no. I want. I, Karen, I thought I was asked the question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, yeah, thank you the, so you're much the, you're for letting me guest. answer. Go. Go. Um, <laughs> what am I using? I'm using video footage of what's gone on in um, various of these states. Um, where we're watching workers change or mark up or cure a whole new word, ballots. I'm looking at video of observers not being allowed to observe. I'm looking at video of observers standing um, within um, range that they need binoculars. I'm looking at court orders in Philadelphia saying you must let the observers in and them refusing to let observers in. I'm looking at how do you, um, how do you, professor, professor, how do you determine what is a legitimate video, legitimate information from what may be someone trying to perpetuate a narrative that's totally wrong. How do you do that? Could, could be. Well, you know, here's here's my biggest point. There are lots of videos. There, there are thousands and thousands and thousands right now of affidavits sworn by people who have witnessed fraudulent activity. We already know Georgia is having a recount. We know this. We, I just heard about all the, I'm not even going to use the word fraud, irregularities in okay. Nevada. 
irregularities in Arizona, irregularities in Michigan, where six, we know in one area, 6,000 vote, we know this, they said this, 6,000 votes that were for Trump were given to Biden. We know that that same, we know that this is fact. And we also know that the same system is used in 47 other areas in Michigan and in 30 other states. Just that. But when you think about all the other irregularities where observers are not allowed to be in and they are this is this is fact i'm not making this up this this is fact and you can decide it's an irrelevant fact but my point is i really i feel very strongly that this election because of how it was forced down our throats to be um, done through vote by mail and unsolicited ballots being sent to everybody it had never wait, been wait, done. That's, wait, wait, that's, not, that's, that's not correct. Karen, Karen, that is that Karen. is factually inaccurate. Phil, it is not. Some states have done it, Some and other states, states have haven't. done it. I know. I, I'm in, sorry, in Illinois, I, I, I didn't get, get an unsolicited speak. ballot. Yes. I got two reminders you know from the is? Secretary of State that said, "If you want a mail-in ballot, you have to contact your board of elections to do that." Not there in was many no, states. I'm sorry, but not in many states. That is factually untrue. Where I live, my my house, four different ballots came to me. One is mine. The other three are people who don't live here. For b- between five and 15 years, they haven't lived here. Right. They did not ask for them. That's just me in my little condo. But, so don't go telling me that it's only solicited. That's a flat-out lie. But, 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 but what but, is but, inaccurate but, 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 is that it's it, it, uniformly across the country <clears throat> unsolicited ballots. Right. Okay, you maybe not uniformly across the country, but uniformly is vote-by-mail one way or another. Nevada was completely unprepared for this. They just had a press conference not long ago. The the signature verification does not work. They know this. They dialed it down to a 40% match on their AI thing. It also required a 200 dot per inch um, match verification. They didn't have anything with resolution quite that high. So that's a gigantic irregularity. So here's here's my thinking, if I may. Mm -hmm. I don't care how it turns out. Right now, there is such unbelievable mistrust in all of it. All I'm saying is, let's wait till this is done, till every investigation is completed, till Georgia's recount happens. Pennsylvania may well have another recount. Michigan is looking to all kinds of irregularities. Wisconsin has them. Nevada is nowhere near close to finishing their count. And Arizona, we all know the travesty of Arizona. So can we please do our best to ensure the legitimacy of this election because every illegitimate vote disenfranchises, word of the left, disenfranchises a legitimate vote. And I think that's outrageous. All right, when One we of the come things back, that Karen, America one second. Apart is we gotta, free. We got we to gotta, we gotta break. When we come back, we'll go back to you and Phil and Chris and also a little bit later on in the hour, Patrick Reddy will join us. 
For some, news is about their opinions. We believe the news should give you the facts without bias, so you can form your own. We believe in news, not talk. Facts, not opinions. News Nation is on every night at 7 p.m. on WGN America to give you the information you need. Everyone calls it the news, but we'll actually deliver on it. Seven nights a week in primetime. Find your local channel by going to WGNAmerica.com. News Nation. It's your news, your nation. Your tween made you see. We are the boy band. It's painful concert number three. We are the boy band. We're five and nineteen. We are the boy band. Always singing on key. You love your kids enough to take them to see their favorite uh, band. Love them enough to make sure they're buckled up in the back seat. Show them you love them. Keep them safe. Visit nhtsa.gov/the-right-seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Fever is a leading symptom of the coronavirus, so take your temperature twice a day with the Exergen Temporal Scanner. It's quick and easy to use, and its accuracy is backed by more than 80 clinical studies. Have your family start and end their day with the only home thermometer used and recommended by hospitals, doctors, and nurses. Your family can take their temperatures in seconds to know where they stand in the fight against COVID-19. Protect your family from the spread of this deadly disease and stay safe with Exergen. KFC's Colonel Sanders here. We all love sitting down to a home-cooked meal with family, but there's rarely enough hours in the day to do the cooking. So let me do the cooking for you. Well, not me personally, and that's just a turn of phrase. Your KFC will do the actual cooking. The point is, let someone else do the home cooking for you. Come to KFC and pick up a $20 fill-up. That's eight pieces of chicken or 12 tenders and all the fixings to feed your family. Order ahead or use contactless delivery at KFC.com. Limited time only at participating locations. Only prices may vary. Tax and substitutions extra. Delivery service and additional fee supply. With United Healthcare Medicare Advantage plans, there's so much to take advantage of, like $0 co-pays on primary care doctor visits and lab tests. Wow. Uh-huh. $0 co-pays on virtual visits. Wow. Uh-huh. It's time to take advantage. Wow. Uh-huh. To learn more, visit advantagewow.com. That's advantagewow.com. Benefits vary by plan and area. Limitations and exclusions apply. Wow. Liberty. Liberty Mutual Insurance Company customizes your home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Marvelous, because I, a thespian, have been on a quest for the perfect insurance. Sweet balcony. I've requested no less than 13 balconies. That's a lot. All the world's a stage. Well, with Liberty Mutual, thou customize and thou saveth. That's the spirit. Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. Liberty, 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 Liberty. You're listening to Smart Talk on AM 1590, 95.9 FM, the Smart Talk app, and WCGORadio.com. Bruce Dumont, we are back, uh, and uh, we're talking with uh, Karen Singerman and Chris Roebling and Phil Beverly. And uh, Phil, you had a question. Uh, whether we are headed towards another era in this country where everything is going to be about the legitimacy of the president or the president-elect. It sounds to me like what we're hearing uh, with with Karen's uh, adamant feeling about that the votes may be fraudulent, that uh, this is going to be a four-year deal. Do you think so? Um, on the 
on the right, probably, <clears throat> um, just like it, it had been on the left for uh, a lot of, go a back lot of our, our side, thinking that President Trump was illegitimate after the 2016 election. I, I never thought he was illegitimate. I may not like the system, but, con- you know, elections have consequences. And the consequence was that Hillary Clinton lost that election more so than Donald Trump won it, because obviously he never won the popular vote, which is irrelevant. Um, but I, th- I think the same thing could, could be said here, that, you know, on the right, he'll never be seen as legitimate. And I guess that's, to me, that's the sadness of the whole situation that we found ourselves in, as, as the polarization has become more profound and pronounced in this country is that we have seemed to lack any kind of common ground or common space that we can even have dialogue in. We don't trust the institutions. We don't trust the processes. We don't trust the people. You know, I don't, I don't not, know how we progress from that. But, but Philip and Karen, are we not – the, the folks who support Trump, as I do, and I may have been like Karen. I started off lukewarm and I've ended up uh, as, a, as a strong, staunch, staunch Supporter, not so much because of the personality, but because of the results and the policies and his adherence and, and his his uh, ability to deliver. Having said all that, uh, you're saying we don't trust the processes. I'm trusting the process. We just heard for an hour from uh, Phoenix, from Terry Campo. He's trusting the process. Trump is trusting the process. <clears throat> I think that it, it just as Al Gore, it was very annoying in 2000 as a Bush supporter to see Al Gore do what he did down in Florida. On the other hand, it was his right. And nobody, Thank you. Right. You, you and, get annoyed and, by stuff and then you want to complain about it. And that's, that's I didn't part complain. of the problem I didn't, for I me. Didn't I'd complain. like to hear him finish his thought. Yeah, I, I didn't complain about Gore and I don't think people should complain about Trump. I think that you've got folks, sometimes <clears throat> Republicans, quote unquote, sometimes usually Democrats and always the media, which is questioning the ability. George <clears throat> Stephanopoulos today... The, the, I was on in Canada last night, and the anchor started the conversation. When, what will it take for Trump to concede? And Stephanopoulos is pulling this thing out like as though the Associated Press has been in the acclamation business. This is like King Louis of uh, Great Britain, who was acclaimed king after, I, I don't know, Edward or Edward <clears throat> II or something. You know, he's not in the acclamation business. The Associated Press does not elect the president. And I, I, I think that... If, if the shoe was on the other foot, you would see Biden doing probably even more litigating than what we're getting out of the Trump side. I want to find out from Exactly from Karen. right. If the okay. shoe were on Go the ahead, other Karen. foot, it would be they, the Democrats <clears throat> would be screaming and rioting in the streets right now. I promise you that. Sure. They we would all know be that. calling this illegitimate and oh so on and God. so forth. They we're, we're rioters Trump's now. Okay. Sure. We're the ones showing up at, at, at public buildings with guns. Okay. I, I get it. I get it. I, I missed that was whole thing. Was there violence? I'm sorry. I missed the violent part. Was there arson? Was there vandalism? Was there theft? Was there rioting? Was there, and, and you know, when was, people when did that showing happen up with because guns, of Democrats? Is, by the way, is not And when did that happen with Democrats? through our streets. <clears throat> so to the point and about... And when did that happen with Democrats? To the point about legitimacy, I'm kind of shocked that anybody would say given the preponderance of evidence that in these battleground states, it is so far from over, I would think every American would say, as you had said, trust the process. We have a process. The process is not that the AP or NBC or Fox 
gets to pick the president, that all of these states were called. And by the way, it's projected winner. Can we just recognize that? Projected, not acclaimed, not anointed, not certified, not in any way has he been in fact elected. That takes on December 14th, 13th, 14th for the electors to do that. You that, said that's the constitutional process, Karen. You well, actually, when the House right certifies now. the and results on when January fourth, so Karen, let me let me ask, me? let me yeah. ask you this question. Bruce, go ahead. You said uh, a preponderance of evidence that you have seen. Yeah. Would you acknowledge that that definition of preponderance is different from you than it might be from others? Well, I'm not not that not that fraud is happening. I, let me be clear okay. that there are irregularities. Absolutely. Okay. Those should be investigated. I agree with that. But also, let me ask, let me, let me get down to reality here, because this was, this was the basis of my Facebook post earlier in the week when, <laughs> that you took exception to. And that is, and we, we heard from an election expert in our first hour, that in his uh, professional career, uh, the most votes that were ever overturned by either a, a recount or or any kind of investigation was about six thousand votes. No, you, hold you, on, hold on, hold on. I I don't think that that was. I'm sorry. I I think that there was a disconnect. I know what you're referring to. Yes. Okay. I think I I think that you're overlooking the categorical administrative. Um let's say gaps okay so so for instance just for instance well, can give- i can i finish my point and then you can disagree with my point yes my point was <laughs> we asked this expert who was your mentor yeah what's the most votes that were ever overturned in any election you've ever been involved in and he said 6000 yeah if you look at pennsylvania yeah. and arizona and nevada and georgia and uh, Georgia, with the possible exception of Georgia, six thousand votes. If they find them, right, right, right. Let's right. say they found eighteen thousand votes. Right. I, I understand. I understand. They, it's nothing in no state. To, right. In no state. So would it change where that state outcome. is okay. now? <laughs> and it would not change the fact that Al, that uh, uh, Joe Biden Look, won all three of those states. I understand. Donald Trump would have to win all. Four of those states. Well, I, th- I, I, sitting right here, so I don't. I, I, I understand. So, let me, let me here to, to give I, you an to idea. To me, math doesn't lie. The, to, the math to, here doesn't lie. I, I think that we're having a conversation before the uh, complaint is filed, <clears throat> and therefore we haven't seen the either the complaint and its factual assertions and its legal arguments, nor have we seen the accompanying annexes of. Uh, uh, affidavits and and other um, uh, suggested evidence of irregularities. But if you want a order of magnitude relative to these issues, you can turn to Giuliani today when he was describing this for Maria Bartiromo. And he said, and I, please forgive me if I got this wrong between Pittsburgh and Philadelphia. Mm. In Philadelphia, there are some 300,000 ballots that it is his contention, and I believe it'll be the contention of the lawsuit filed tomorrow, 300,000 ballots 
that were improperly processed by the administrator. Okay, and in Pittsburgh, it's one hundred and thirty-five thousand. Now, what you if you take that assertion? Now he might be right, he might be wrong, he might be partially right. That's why we have factual inquiry by a trier of fact. Understood. But let's just say that when you're dealing in numbers of that size, now you have an order of magnitude, Bruce, that is potentially enough either to rule those ballots out or to nullify this election and send it to the House of Representatives, as happened in 1800, as happened in 1824. Which I think I think those are right. those and are the, just, Karen, possible Karen, outcomes. Go Karen, ahead. Go ahead. And we just saw, I completely agree. And, and, and to, to say that, to put this in historical, you know, context, 6,000 or whatever, we saw 6,000 yesterday or the day before in Michigan, boom, in one decision, one revelation after a recount, 6,000 just in one tiny district in Michigan, where again, as I said, that same system was used in 47 other districts in Michigan. So there's Michigan in play. That same system is used in 30 other states. We're seeing hundreds of thousands in Nevada that are problematic. Hundreds of thousands. We've never seen anything in this order of magnitude ever. Nor have we seen voting stop and um, observers sent home. And then miraculously, some number, was it 138,000? Was it off by a decimal point? I don't know. But the scale and scope of this It was is, off by a decimal point in that particular right. case. So, okay, so it was 13,000. Here's, 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 here's my question to you. You're, yeah. making, you're, you're making your case, and Chris is making the case as well, that uh, there's, enough, there's enough skullduggery out there, whether it's incompetence or corruption, in enough right. states— to overturn what many people believe are the final results. And they don't they don't think they're the final results. Correct. When will you believe the results are final? When when will when will you be satisfied when somebody calls it and who has to call it? Are you asking me? Yes. Um after every um investigation that appears legitimate, right? There can be a legitimate. I get that. Um, and I certainly wouldn't bother in personally recounting anything in California. You know, I mean, come on, seriously. Um, but but major allegations need to be investigated where obviously the margin between wins and losses is within 1%, which I think it automatically kicks in, and that's Georgia. Other places should have recounts or it should be thrown out, as was just suggested. If once there is a recount, and we got a pause, way, we got a pause. When we come back, we're going to be joined by Pat Reddy. Opinions are everywhere when you watch the news, but what about your opinion? Why can't you just get the facts to decide for yourself? News Nation is on every night at 7 p.m. on WGN America, a nightly newscast in primetime that doesn't tell you what to think. Seven nights a week, News Nation will deliver you news, not talk. Facts, not opinions. Find your local channel by going to WGNAmerica.com. It's your news, your nation. Hope you enjoyed your meal. And I just want to say, he's lucky to have a brother like you. Lucky? Caring for my brother is far from easy. But he's a part of me, like my arms and legs, so I'll be his. No time for tired. Nothing can disable this love. He needs me, but I'm the lucky one, even though I need help now and then. If you're caring for a loved one, visit aarp.org caregiving for care guides and community. 
Support for your strength. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Ever get the feeling that a clean car just runs and drives better than a dirty car? That's because it's true. Evanston Car Wash has been serving the North Shore communities for over 60 years, helping hundreds of thousands of cars stay clean, preserve their value, and give you a nice, clean ride. Not only will Evanston Car Wash make your ride sparkle, but they use a soft cloth that doesn't risk damage to your vehicle's surface. A car is one of your major expenses, so don't trust it to just anyone with suds in a bucket. Treat it right by taking it to the Evanston car wash pick from a variety of car wash packages starting at just eight dollars and you can save even more money by joining their membership program evanston car wash is open every single day that's seven days a week at 8 a.m located right there on dempster street just east of mccormick for full details on custom wash and detail packages just google evanston's best car wash and evanston car wash will pop right up evanston car wash the north shore's number one car wash choice for over 60 years AncientLifeOil.com. That's AncientLifeOil.com. Are you stressed? I mean, who isn't? Anxiety creeping in? No, not that. Is sleep hard to attain because your brain just won't slow down? We're living in crazy times, and the fear knob has been turned up. Okay, there's an answer. Take a big breath, exhale, and go log on to AncientLifeOil.com. CBD. Broad and full spectrum, organic and non-GMO CBD for you to enjoy. Change your tune from fear to calm. From brain overload to clear thinking. 0.003 THC on full spectrum and 0% THC on broad spectrum. Competitive pricing with the best quality. Also know everything is going to get better. No worries. Be happy. CBD can help calm so your nerves don't think they're a six-string electric guitar. Enjoy life, smile, and log on to AncientLifeOil.com for great CBD. That's AncientLifeOil.com. You'll be glad you did. It's JT and Leanne. Join us for Heart and Home with Exit Realty. Local listings, market conditions, and opportunity. Sunday afternoons at 4 on Chicago's Smart Talk. Bruce Dumont back. Thanks very much for joining us. Karen Sigmund joins us from California, and she is rage against the media. We can do a whole show on uh, your thoughts on the media and their coverage of this campaign. Oh, yeah. Phil Beverly from the University of uh, Illinois. Uh, He's an administrator there, and Chris Roebling is a conservative commentator and uh, all-around good guy. You've been on the show for uh, three decades? Four decades. 35 years. 35 years, a long time. (laughs) I'm just getting started. Uh, And we we are today older. Bringing bringing into our conversation (laughs) now, uh, I I welcome a a relatively, uh, I guess he's sort of an old friend of mine now, Patrick Reddy. He is a political researcher. He's a numbers guy. And I asked him to join us on the program because I figured we'd we'd have things pretty much figured out by the Sunday after the election, uh, which is not the not the case. Uh, (laughs) Pat Reddy, of all the numbers that are out there, in your view, what are the key numbers in this race that uh, you think the public should know about? Uh, Thanks, Bruce. Greetings from the left coast. There's three things that really stand out, and this is why there's probably not vote fraud that would have impacted the outcome. The, um, one of the key trends that helped Biden win was he made gains with suburban women in the suburbs around Milwaukee, Detroit, and Philadelphia. Those are all 
very clean voting districts. I agree Philadelphia has a well-deserved reputation for vote fraud over the years. But Biden's biggest gains came in Delaware and Montgomery counties outside the city. Those are, you know, they're known as the mainline suburbs of uh, Philadelphia. There are reform suburbs. It was suburban women who shifted to Biden at the last minute, and that's what won in Pennsylvania. Philadelphia's population is about 12% of the state. It was 12% of the vote in 2016. It'll be 12% of the vote in 2020. There's no massive increase in Philadelphia voting. Um, if I if there had been, I agree that would have been suspicious. In Detroit, the city of Detroit, the vote went down by thirty thousand for the simple fact Detroit's losing population. But once again, uh, Biden's biggest gains were out in Oakland County and Macomb County. Um, so basically, um, the other thing that happened, of course, was Biden got back a lot of the white male blue collar voters who went for Trump that cracked the brew wall in 2016. There were five counties in in, uh, Michigan, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin that won the election for Trump. Kenosha in Wisconsin, uh, Macomb, which is where the auto workers fled after the Detroit riots of the 1960s, -hmm. home of the famous Reagan Democrats, and then three in Pennsylvania, Erie County, Lackawanna, which is Scranton, Luzerne, which is Wilkes-Barre. In four of the five, Biden made significant gains. And he swung um, Erie and Lackawanna County into his column. Good thing he was Uncle Joe was from Scranton. So um, you know that had nothing to do with vote fraud. That was just Democrats well, coming back to the party. Well, they didn't like Hillary, and uh, they. Can I they ask you why you think those votes are legitimate? Karen, uh, go ahead. Why do you think those votes are legitimate, uh, Pat? I mean, you're explaining well, them as if they are, and that they're because of this, then they're le- therefore legitimate. Except I'm not hearing the argument as to why they're legitimate. Well, Wisconsin we, we has were shut zero. out. Uh, observers were shut out, right? Um, and Indeed. yes, we, Indeed. no observers were shut out, and we also know that. Um, um, voter, uh, there was a much higher percentage of voting in many of these areas that really are anomalies. So it's not, you know, Biden got more or whatever. Okay, I can explain that. Minnesota historically have the two highest turnout rates in the country. That's been going on for 100 years. Wisconsin and Minnesota also have same-day voter registration. Um, The greatest Turnout numbers in Wisconsin were in the rural areas where Trump was powerful and strong, and those were Trump's best counties. So, yes, Trump rallied his people in the final days. Um, but in terms of, you know, there's Wisconsin's the birthplace of reform. There's zero evidence of voting fraud in the suburbs of Milwaukee. Zero. It's never happened. Like I said, if this if these votes winning votes had come from Philadelphia or some other place with bad reputation, you might have a case. But in the suburbs, there's just there's too many safeguards against whoa, whoa, um, whoa, whoa, fraudulent voting. Whoa, that is a um, that is a fallacy so, of composition. You know, I just <clears> on. <throat> is, it, is this thing on? Hold on a second. One second, Patrick. Patrick, hold on a second. Chris Roebling. First of all, I can't believe that I'm listening to somebody who is a numbers expert who is not even going to say that when uh, Donald Trump, whatever you think of him, either personally or politically or on a policy basis, um, 
received more non-white votes than any Republican candidate for the、yeah. presidency in at least sixty years, going back to Richard Nixon, who, if you know your history, was, you know, a, a, a very、uh, tractable had a tra- had a very strong base of support in the minority community、uh, for a variety of reasons.、But、this was all. I'm sorry. I I think that that is a noteworthy one in six African American males. Patrick voted for Donald Trump, and I think a lot of the antipathy, a lot of the concern in the Democrat, a lot of the panic in the Democratic Party about Donald Trump, it, it can be explained by that simple event. Number two, you're talking about the lily white suburbs and how wonderful they are, but the fact is that the 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 total at the end of the day, and I'm saying this, you I don't know if you heard the first hour, former commissioner of elections, city of Chicago. The total at the end of the day is the entire state of Pennsylvania, and so if you've got if you've got lousy votes, if you've got a hundred and fifty thousand votes, I'm sorry, hundred thirty five thousand votes in Pittsburgh that were illicitly tallied, and you've got three hundred thousand ballots illicitly tallied in Philadelphia,、yeah. then I don't care about your lily white, your 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 supremacy of the suburbs, okay? It's rotten to the、oh. core. Right. Okay.、Exactly. How do you define an illegitimate vote? How do you define it? Citing increased numbers. Hold on. I, I'll answer your question, Patrick. I, Patrick, I'm going to answer your question. Okay. You might be able to bully others, but I'm not going to be bullied by you. I don't want anybody to be bullied. I don't want. All right. Let me tell you something, Patrick. Here's how you know. Chris. Chris. I'm saying how do you define an illegitimate vote, Philadelphia? I didn't use that word. I said illicitly. You know. Okay, now here, Patrick, listen carefully. I, I said illicitly. You have evidence, Patrick. Fraud,、uh, Patrick, hold on a second. You know what? It's going to be there at ten o'clock tomorrow, and you ought to see the filing, and you ought to know what you're talking about before you start going on the air and telling people stuff that you can't support. I'm telling you that there is abundant evidence of hundreds of thousands of votes tallied in the state of, in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, outside of the view of it, one Democrat. Poll watcher outside、right. the view of one Republican poll watcher outside of the notice provisions of the statutes of the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, and I'm saying I didn't say unlawful. I didn't jump to a legal conclusion, Patrick. I said illicit. Okay, there's a difference. I'm not stating legal、okay. conclusion. You want to state statistical conclusion? I'm going to tell you one last thing. I'll be quiet. As of yesterday at one、okay. o'clock, there were numerous statisticians and mathematicians who had been hired by the Trump campaign, who are, I understand, and we will see. It may be there, it may not, but you ought to look to see if it is, because the statistical probability of the turnout outcome in the state of Wisconsin、right. is infinitesimal, as in point. Zero 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 three five. Okay, four zeros on the wrong side of the decimal point, Patrick. For, so no, you might want to check. Who, what do you, what, what does this what does that mean? Exactly right. By the way, exactly yeah. right. What is that? Well, ahead, I, the, the mathematician <laughs> on this panel is the doctor. So you wait, can, wait, you no, can no, wait, a, wait a minute, Chris. Chris you just Chris, made an assertion. You just made a. What, made right, an assertion. So what does this mean? Yes, does okay, mean? there's a difference between. Inferential statistics and probability. Right, cut to the probability. Cut to, cut the, the, the likelihood. Get, get to the point. This is not BS. Well, the likelihood. The, the likelihood of that happening was less than the likelihood of Jupiter running into Mars. 
And what, by that what, what, happening, you mean voter turnout being the turnout so in Wisconsin greater than it traditionally is in those areas. Am I right? Yes. Yes. The turnout in yes. Wisconsin, probabilistically, yes. is is less likely than me walking out here after this program and being hit by a nuclear missile. Okay. Right. Right. And, and, and so I and, I don't get it in a state that has same day registration. One second. One second. All right, now, Patrick, ready, you respond, and then Phil, and then Karen. Patrick, <laughs> you've been challenged. Are you there? Hello, are you there? Patrick, you scared the hell out of him. You scared the hell out of him. You hurt his feelings. Facts are hard. Numbers are hard. <laughs> I, don't, Phil, I don't like people Phil coming never, in and, and, and Phil, ignoring something like the first Phil, time in 60 years that a Republican has gotten that level of support in the minority community when they're trying to put themselves out as some kind of political commentary, even if you don't no, like no, the here. result. He's here. He's here. Oh, you're back on, Patrick. Go ahead. Patrick, go ahead. Patrick? Patrick, are you there to speak or not? I guess you've silenced him, uh, Phil Beverly. So I, in a state that has, no, no, I'm sorry, I, I thought Phil. I was going to go. It's Phil's turn. No, no, Karen has so much to say. Go ahead, no, please. No, no, Phil, you, Phil. No, 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 go ahead. I'm sorry, I forgot. Folks, no, I'm the moderator here. Damn it. Phil, speak. <laughs> Nobody, so, I'm calling on people that are not speaking. So. Except when they're not called on. <laughs> Sister Jovita. You in, remind me of Sister Jovita. <laughs> in the methodological world that I'm familiar with yeah. and have <clears throat> been for the last, I don't know, couple of years, yeah. um, the, the methodology right. of those, the, I would, I'd be interested to see because yeah. one of the, the things that would be included in that model is same day the the presence right. of same day registration right and i'm going to imagine not knowing the election code of wisconsin like i do the election code of illinois right uh, how when was same day registration introduced because they're probably doing a time series on totally You should form your own opinions when you're presented facts without bias. That's what we call news. Every night at 7 p.m. on WGN America, news has a new primetime home. News Nation. Without all the talk and without an opinion, so you can make yours. It's not how it used to be. It's how it should be. News Nation. Seven nights a week on WGN America. Find your local channel by going to WGNAmerica.com. Because it's your news, your nation. Steven. Who said that? Me, down here. Ugh, what are you, a yellow booger? I'm a banana slug, Steven. What are you doing? Harrison's Reality Check. Want weekly reports predicting events before they happen? Stand by. Some real military tactics to get you asleep in a flash. Create a quiet, dark, comfortable sleeping environment without TV. Stop caffeine at least six hours before bedtime, and don't drink alcohol or exercise before bed. Don't go to bed hungry, and get out of bed if you can't sleep and nap wisely earlier in the day. Harrison's Reality Check. GoHarrison.com. 
tired of getting trapped in these bad financial cycles or by news that seems impossibly out of your control? For the first time ever, we're giving you access to some of the most elite, top-secret intelligence reports so you can know what's coming down the pike, often two months in advance, from stock markets to education and family issues. It's literally not available anywhere else. And it's only available one way. Get this subscription-only insider's audio each week by going to VIPwebinars.org. 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 Tune in to Married with Microphones. We're JT and Leanne. Each week we discuss real life on the radio from the perspective of a 40-something married couple juggling family, Check. careers, Check. today's challenges, Check. and more. Drink. <laughs> Special guests include <laughs> life coach Boo Archer, sports analyst Mike Thompson, fitness experts, and a whole lot more. We even give each other a relationship report card each week. That's always interesting. Married with Microphones, Saturday night at 6 on WCGO. Carrie Kendall here. During this time of COVID-19, national news leaves a great gap in helping people gain critical information needed to cope within their community. But Chicago is in danger of losing local independent media voices at a time when they are needed most. The Chicago Independent Media Alliance has responded, but they need your help for any dollar amount you can spare. Go to SaveChicagoMedia.org. That's SaveChicagoMedia.org and help keep Chicago media alive. Hey, it's JT and Leanne. Join us for the Heart and Home Radio Show, brought to you by Exit Realty. Sundays at 11 on Smart Talk, WCGO, AM and FM. Bruce Dumont back. Uh, We've got some uh, Leslie Amari writes, Karen, this is to you. You would not know a fact if it hit you in the face. <laughs> oh, ouch. Ooh, Leslie. Uh, oh, am I supposed to Sorry cry? about that, Karen. Thomas Hagen writes, did Phil swear? <laughs> Problematically, laugh, LOL, Jim Allen, who's uh, an executive Jim with Allen. the Chicago Board of Elections. Hello, Jewish, Jim Allen. That's the one. We hope you're Thanks doing Thanks for well. listening, Jim. <laughs> uh, Benjamin Netanyahu just congratulated Joe Biden. That will tick off Trump. No, that's probably he, true. that happened hours that, ago. That's like Netanyahu? last night. That yeah, happened. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, the, I'm not saying this. All happened of those guys right have now. phoned in. They all phoned in. anyway. And then someone said that I was that I was picking on you, Phil. Do you think I've been picking on you? No, I, I don't thought think I've so. been, I think I've been fighting for your right to the microphone. <laughs> Speaking of the right to the microphone. <laughs> Patrick Reddy, are you there or not? I am. Sorry I got cut off before. I don't know what happened. But I will answer two questions. One is how long has Wisconsin same-day voter registration? They've had it since 2001. So they have a lot of experience. There you Secondly, go. So, Wis- Wisconsin's increase of their total vote was virtually the same as the national increase in the total vote, which is to say 15%. So they keep saying, how could you have this great turnout? It was a great turnout nationally, and it was a great turnout in Wisconsin. So the idea that there's some kind of chicanery in Wisconsin, I just think it's great. Like I said, the greatest turnouts came in the rural areas where Trump was popular. He's the one who drove the turnout up, which is a good thing, by so, the way. I so- Believe that was that was going to be my question to you. So you can actually congratulate the president on driving up turnout on both sides in Wisconsin. Correct. Okay. He stimulates both Democrats and Republicans. Okay. In terms of the the Philadelphia stuff, Philadelphia um, Biden got about eighty percent of the vote in Philadelphia. That's been normal for twenty five years. The Republicans basically abandoned the cities in the nineties. Bill Clinton got eighty percent. 
Obama got a little higher because he's more popular. Hillary got 80% in Philly. John Kerry, who lost the election, got 80% in Philly. Uh, what you look for, if you're looking for fraud, is an abnormal increase in the total number of votes for one party. You didn't see that this time. So are there irregularities out there? Of course. There are is there, is, there, way, is, there any, is there any irregularity that you've heard of, and again, in the last week, uh, uh, irregularities have been uh, running uh, uh, hotter, uh, very hot on, on uh, online uh, and in the Internet and even on talk radio. Is there any one of these uh, bizarre um, voting irregularities that you think stands out to you, Patrick, as being uh, aberrational? Yes, I can testify that Hunter Biden personally stuffed the ballot boxes in Detroit, Philadelphia, Phoenix, Tucson, Las Vegas, and Miami. He didn't get to Texas, so he apologized. Los Angeles. Uh, Don't leave out Los Angeles. Of course. East L.A. He was there in East L.A., yes. Um, No, I mean, I have not seen any blatant evidence of fraud. I've seen, you know, like I said, some evidence of and by the way, there's irregularities all the time. A friend of mine, I won't mention his name, he's a good Republican, uh, lifelong Republican, loyal Trump guy. Uh, his mother, who was 30 years older than him, was in a wheelchair in a old folks home. He would vote for her every two years. He would fill out her ballot. Now, she was a registered Republican. Chances are she would have voted Republican. But he would go and say, Mom, you're going to vote Republican. She'd say, nod her head, yes. He'd fill it out. And she was too feeble to sign it, so she would make an X, which in California gives someone permission to take your ballot over to the voter registrar. Now, is that 100% within the law? Maybe, maybe not. Is it a regularity? Yes. Is it fraud? I don't think so, because no. she probably wanted to vote Republican. No, it's not. No, at least in, I think the answer to your questions <clears throat> is state by state. In Illinois, it's not. In Illinois... Uh, incapacitated voters are allowed and encouraged uh, to nominate a, a, a family member or a, a close friend to assist them. And then there is, but that gives rise to a potential area of fraud, which is illegal assistance of voters, and that is endemic, I believe, in many uh, nursing homes, especially nursing yeah. homes that are not particularly um, well managed okay so so and i've been to hundreds of nursing homes and I, on election days and and this is something that i used to teach 121 years ago that people and now this has all gone out the window because of mail voting but in the 90s elections would not start on tuesday morning at 5 a.m. when they began to open the precinct and put everything together elections would start on the thursday before the Tuesday, because that's when the nursing homes began to vote. And if folks did not care about the nursing homes, then you would have an election. I'm not talking about a partisan result. I'm talking about a physical election that would go off of the rails on a Thursday or on a Friday or on the Saturday. Is there, you know, we tried to distribute the voting through the nursing homes so that you wouldn't disrupt so many of the uh, residents' lives. Anyway, Patrick, I, so, got, I have a question. Uh, in 2016, didn't uh, Hillary's uh, margin of loss in Wisconsin and Minnes and uh, Michigan was much smaller than uh, uh, Trump's uh, loss? Was it not? Yeah, it was about 10,000 votes in, e- in each state. 
Biden's going to, he's ahead right now by 19,000 in Wisconsin and 140,000 in uh, Michigan. So the idea that you can steal 140,000 votes is preposterous. It's just, so if everything uh, is above board and legit, a request for recounts ought to not cause problems for anybody who wants to ensure the legitimacy of this election. I agree. That's fine. Have a recount. I agree. Awesome. I agree. Pay That's for the recount. Pay for the recount. No problem. I agree. I agree. You know why? You know why? Because um, it will take care of programming on this program for the next several months. Several months. Maybe more. Our thanks to Chris Roebling and Phil Beverly and Karen Singerman and Patrick Reedy and also early in the broadcast, Jerry Capo. Good show tonight. Hope you all enjoyed it. I'm Bruce Dumont. Our thanks to uh, Randall Beckner and also... Connor McKnight for their assistance in the production of this program. This is Bruce Dumont. Good night from Evanston, Illinois. For some, news is about their opinions. We believe the news should give you the facts without bias, so you can form your own. We believe in news, not talk. Facts, not opinions. News Nation is on every night at 7 p.m. on WGN America to give you the information you need. Everyone calls it the news, but we'll actually deliver on it. Seven nights a week in primetime. Find your local channel by going to WGNAmerica.com. News Nation. It's your news, your nation. Jill, why don't you tell the class what you did this weekend? Well, my dad and I went in search of some magical minnows and found a zillion of them in the stream from our lookout rock. Then my sister and I escaped from an evil slug king and went back to my super twig fort for safety. Then we told stories till it got dark and the Big Dipper led us all the way home. Where were you, Jill? We went to the forest. It's not that far away. Ask your parents to take you and your friends to the forest this week. It's closer than you think. Check out discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Matt always knew he wanted to be a doctor. That's why he makes the most of every day. To study before breakfast. To work hard. To do whatever was necessary to achieve his goal. He found an answer in the military. If you have a passion, a vision for your future in any field, todaysmilitary.com can be your path to a fulfilling career. You have a calling. We have an answer. Find your way at todaysmilitary.com. My name is Bobby. I'm a veteran and lost my leg to a roadside bomb. My victory was going from a wheelchair to becoming a weightlifting champion. I'm Sam. I'm a veteran. My victory was finding a career I can be proud of and supporting my family. America's veterans are on their most important tour, the tour of their lives. I'm a veteran. My victory was going from homeless to home. At DAV... We're on a mission to help veterans get the benefits they've earned. I'm a veteran, and my victory was finishing my education. DAV offers veterans of all generations a lifetime of support for victories great and small. My victory was proving that disability is not a limitation. My victory was getting my service dog a new best friend. We help more than a million veterans every year as they face and conquer their challenges. My victory is being able to be there for my family. When America's veterans win... We all win. Help us support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. Standing up for what's right. Helping out when things go wrong. 
seeking the truth and speaking our minds. Not just making records, but breaking them. Leading the way behind the camera, beyond the runway, and on the silver screen. Not just making our mark, but making a difference. Now that's a job for a Girl Scout. Girl Scouts, preparing girls for a lifetime of leadership.